Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. The Film Review, movies, music, culture, politics, society podcast, interviews, movie reviews, and more. Live Sundays at 5.30 p.m. on Facebook at Crazon Dion. Hey, everybody. This is Lunell, the original bad girl of comedy. I'm here at the Link Promenade in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, and you're watching the Film Review. What's going on, people? This is another great episode of the film review. Without going any further, before we get started, let's just go to the prepared quick clip of the four films that we're going to be talking about today. Right? So you'll get to see how the strange thing about the Johnsons begins. And then we're going to go through the other three films. Just quick clips to let you see what we're going to be talking about as far as black exploitation horror. Okay. So uh, let's go to this right now. And we'll be right back. All right, shoes on, mister. Wait, wait don't. Oh, I'm cleaning it I'm here. not. Get on. How we doing in there, buddy? I'm sorry I just barged in like that to your personal space. Shouldn't have. Can I come in for a second? Isaiah, is it okay if I come in? of this gorgeous day out. Okay. No, dear. I believe it was uh, twice we met at the club. Really? Yeah, really. What was your name again? You know goddamn well what my f- name is. Let me ask you a question. What kind of dope are you smoking, baby? What kind of what kind of game are you? Really 
So you know who this, this guy Lynch is? Yeah, I know him. What about it? I got some information you're gonna want to know. Yeah, so how do you know so much? <laughs> Look, I know what I know. I know this Lynch. He's that psycho killer that's eating all them all in body. So people. This is the film review, movies, music, culture, politics, and society. Yeah. We are your hosts. I'm Crazy D. I'm Tracy. And we review movies, music, culture, politics, and yeah. society. And do we have a great show for you today? You just saw our brand new intro. Yeah. And you just saw the four horror classic films that we're going to be talking about from the black exploitation yeah. style of making films. Yes. That is the strange thing about the Johnson. Quite strange. Right? <laughs> Black Genstein. Yes. Right? Yeah. Death by Temptation. Right. And Now Eat. So those are the four films that we're going to be talking about. That were also our topic for today yes. has to do with how to tell people to stay out the out your business. Right? And then also we're going to be talking about Godfather in Harlem. Yeah, Godfather Harlem, The Joker. The Joker. Uh, Raising Dion. Raising uh, Executive Dion. produced by Michael B. Jordan executive on Netflix. produced by yes. Michael B. Jordan. Jordan on Netflix. Michael B. Jordan is using his capital from Panther yeah. quite well. Yeah, if we I'm covered his film uh, uh, Ken. Ken. Right, right. Last year, yeah, right? in the summer. Yes. Boy, this time has passed. Yes. Right. It's passed. The Ken was right? a great film as well. We reviewed it. Yes, we did. Yes, yeah. we did. So, yeah. let's start with <laughs> the strange thing. <laughs> this family about the Johnsons, right? So you saw the opening uh, clip, right? And let me tell you, this is a different type of horror movie because this is this film is based around a family, right? A mother, a father, and a son. And it is incredible how the uh, writer, director, who is uh, Ari Aston, you might know him from Hereditary. And uh, Midsummer 2018 okay. was hereditary, and 2019 okay. is Midsummer. So, oh, okay. so some, those are his films. Those, those are his films okay. now, but this came out in 2011, okay. right? Some of his influences are Rosemary's Baby, okay. uh, Repulsion, 45 Years, okay. The Thing, A Matter of Life and Death, okay. Fanny and Alexander, just to name a few. So okay. if you know those films, you know, we know some of those films. We've seen yeah. some of those films. So you can see definitely the inspiration yeah. in this film, right? Yeah. So this film was produced for AFI, okay. American Film Institute, right? And so I guess this was when he was in school, yeah. right? Yeah. So this particular offering that he's offering up. He can have it back. <laughs> this particular offering that he's offering up, right? Okay. Uh, surrounds an African American family. Okay. Now I haven't I haven't seen those, but from the 
Preet from the trailers of those. Okay. They don't really have an African American stint or a black person mm-hmm. uh, protagonist in those particular films that I just mentioned that he came out with in 2018, 2019. Okay. But this one right here for the mid, 2011. The mid-summer, I think there's black people in that. There's black people in that one, but are they lead? I, don't, I think I they're supporting. Probably. Yeah, right. But so this, we have to watch those. And then we will correct right. if we're wrong, but I believe that's what I see. So anyway. Um in this one, this one is definitely African American, an African American based film. So you saw the first piece where the son was in there and okay. he was experimenting with himself in his bedroom when his father walks in, right? And so that's disturbing enough, right? Wait till but, you see the rest. But then the film goes on and... Gets even more disturbing. Right. So as the, as the film goes on, there is a wedding. So time passes. About okay. 14 years pass. Okay. And the son is getting married. Okay. And, you know, previously in family photographs, the father would be smiling, Right. right? But in this particular photograph, the father isn't smiling, and the right. son, and the, and the photographer has to say, smile, and the father isn't smiling. The father like looks usually miserable. Does. He looks miserable. So you're looking at it, and you say, well, does he like his 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 uh, family? His uh, extended family making one big family? They, they seem real happy. Well, he after, doesn't seem too After improved. you see this film, you'll understand why the father wasn't smiling in the family. So, so it appears that the son rubs down the father's back to give him a pep up on the bus. Say, Come on, Pop. And you'll see. Get with the program. Right? You'll see. So <laughs> after he gets with, you know, after that scene right. cuts and then it cuts to the father on the typewriter and he, and as you see, as it pans across, beautiful shots to tell the story because in film, Film is about images and telling the story. So as they go across, yeah. as they pan across, you right. see that the father is an author because he has like three or four books out. Yeah. And you pan over and it, it did a great job telling the story of with the who camera. He, who he is. Who he right? is. Yeah. Right? It, it tells you who the son is. You know, yeah. you know, opening, the opening salvo, the young one and the older one. Right. They tell you it in yeah. that within that sequence. Yeah, so then as it comes to the um comes to the computer screen and the name of the book is Cocoon Man. Right. Right? And he's writing about his relationship between yeah. he <laughs> and yeah. his son. Yeah. Right? right? And then it cuts to the mother telling the son to go get the father for dinner and right. as the, as the father hears the son lurking in the hallway right. the father is trying to kill the computer and and, and, and stop the um, and, 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 the, and the father <laughs> and the son comes to the door and then the father comes down to dinner and then the movie really kicks off from there kick off. the son decides that he wants to no, 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 that's later. That's, well, that's actually the first thing it really kicks no, off. No, it really kicks off. But it, it kicks off at that point. So, look. This is a non-traditional horror movie. Extremely non-traditional. But you should definitely put this into your 
uh, watch list. It's definitely for the Halloween season. It's definitely for the Halloween season. So now, so what this is um, has it goes to be, beyond the lifetime. Yes, it goes beyond the lifetime. Though. Okay, so let's get to this real quick, and then we can I can come back to populating. Okay, so let's get to this real quick. So we were watching a um, a program on Black uh, Noir. Okay. The uh, the two women who created the film Black New War from off of the book. Black New War, for those who don't know, is a book that chronicles the history of black people in horror films, right? And the network Shudder has the documentary um, called Film New War, and back in February of the earlier this year in 2019, okay. there was a, um, a panel a panel, and the two women came. Oh, actually, it was a screening. Okay. And the two women screened the film at TIFF. Okay. And Which the, film? The, the film Noir. Oh, Because film there's noir. the book, okay. and then there, the okay. two women who created the film, okay. Film so Noir. It's a documentary. It's a documentary okay. on, you know, black people's involvement. Okay, in horror films. In horror films, okay. right? And so... Uh, afterwards, they had a Q&A session. So a woman mm-hmm. who was from the LGBTQ, because, you know, the, the discussion was about how black people are underserved in the horror genre and how we use, like, we're usually the first mm-hmm. killed off, which I, I don't necessarily agree with that, but let's okay. keep it moving. Maybe when I came in, it was a little different because okay. I remember um, Night of the Living Dead and Dude. Mm-hmm. Lived on until they shot him in the hand. But anyway, that's another story. Um, but so they were talking about that. So then right. someone from the LGBTQ chimed in and said, right. we know that you know how it is to be discriminated against. And okay. when will they start putting a subject matter in there about um, LGBTQ where there's LGBTQ characters okay. in horror films? Right? right, and that you know they would like to see more of that because they feel that they're underserved in horror films where it's a plot right. about a LGBTQ. All right, definitely people. there's one. All right, people. So this we're, we're gonna have to give some spoilers because we've been setting it up. We're gonna, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna give you some spoilers now. Now look, <laughs> now you saw that opening situation, right? So these are spoilers. So if you don't want to hear about this. Well, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Because you have to see it. This is the beginning of October, so they have an entire month to watch horror Let's just say that the sun is not a traditional sun. He's not a traditional sun. So, yeah. He he has love for his father. No spoilers. Right? He has love for his father. And and that's what we'll say about that. So, if the LGBTQ are looking for a horror film to watch the strange things about the Johnson the strange thing about the Johnson is it right now what I will say is there is a there's a lot of things to break down in the film like the silence of the mother right would you have been that silent through, I mean, no. it, was, that, it, like, was, it would be a very short film if I was saying <laughs> it would not have gone on for that long. And definitely check it out because it's only, what, 29 minutes? It's 29 minutes. Not even minutes. 30 minutes. It's not even 30 minutes. But if 
feels it's like they compact so much information within 29 minutes. This is it feels like you're watching a two-hour film. You're watching a feature, event, right? Right. So they do a good job, you know, getting in all the information within. The story minutes. is laid out yeah. completely in the strange thing about the Johnsons, right? Yes. Now. You have to see this film, right? You have to see this film. We don't want to give you any spoilers because you have to experience it like you have never seen it before. And believe me, you have not seen anything like this film, okay? No horror film of its kind have you seen. Write this down. Get a pencil and a paper. The strange thing about the Johnsons, right? You'll be able to see it on YouTube, yeah. right? Yeah. You'll be able to see it on YouTube. For it's, free. For so free. It, it is a great film, right? Yeah. Now, what are your thoughts on the film without giving anything away? Give your thoughts okay. on the subject matter and how you would handle The cinematography, um, great cinematography, great storytelling. Um, like I said, if the mother, it'd be a short film if I was in it. It wouldn't, wouldn't have made it to 29 minutes. Uh-huh. So, um, I feel it's definitely a Halloween horror film. Um, it's a twisted film. And it is nothing like I've ever seen before. And I loved, after seeing the film, watching like the, uh, what is it, the reviews or the expressions. So after you see the film, type in what uh, the reviews. Right, they come right up after. They What's going on with right Shanine Hicks? I see she chimed. Shanine, Shanine, yes. What's going on? You have to see the strange oh my thing gosh, about so the Johnsons. Unlike anything, you it's just it will be twisted a horror horror classic for you because the son tells the father. It's about love, Dad. So it's crazy. It's a crazy. It's definitely Halloween horror film. It is so a horror film. So that's my review of okay. it. So what's yours? My review of the film is the storytelling on it, though. The way that they describe the son. The way that they show you who the father is, right? To the son. Their relationship. The mother's relationship to both of them well executed and all this is happening in between a span of a marriage that happens in the summertime or maybe the fall into New Year's right Right. and this is how this story that's the span of the story so about maybe six or maybe three months right and so this is the span of the story and it is intrigue and at the end at the end, the discussion between the father, uh, the mother and the son. Well, actually, the discussion between the father and the son before Whoa, the white. discussion between the mother and the son are to wait for. It's the strangest film you'll ever see. It's the strangest film that you will well, ever I've seen see. so far. I won't say ever because people are constantly. Creating, creating something. something, but well, this is Ari. The strangest. Ari Aster, Aster, Ari Aster has created a piece that will stay in people's minds forever. 
the strange thing about the Johnsons. It will stay in your mind. It will affect you. Okay. What's the next film? The next film on the list is Blackenstein. Okay. Right? Okay. Now, Blackenstein comes out in 1973. Right? It is on our list. It's number seven on our all time black exploitation list. Let's run through the all time black exploitation list one more time so people will know what it is. Number 10, Bones. Came out in 2001. Tales from the Hood came out in 1995. Now Eat came out in 2000. Uh, Blackenstein, number seven, came out in 73. JD's Revenge, number six, came out in 1976. Uh, Petey Wheatstraw, The Devil's Son-in-Law. We reviewed that last week. So you go back to our last week's show to check out that review. That's number five. And that came out in 1976, right? Yep. Number four, Death by Temptation, 1990. Yep. Number three, Vampire in Bl- Brooklyn, 1995. Okay. Number two, okay. Blackula, 72, the original. And in, in 1973, the okay. number one, Blackula Scream, Blackula Scream came out. And okay. it is our number one on the list. And so, uh, Blackenstein. So, what, what okay. this story is about. It's a woman who is a scientist. Black? Black woman. Let me give let me give the listing to this. Let me see if I can find the uh... I remember seeing this film as a kid on television. On television? Yeah, it was a late what maybe Saturday night during this time, Halloween season. They played it on television. Yeah, on what was it? Big Chuck it? Little John. Oh, Big Chuck Little John. Yeah. Okay. Those from did, Cleveland. <laughs> you, you know. Because I didn't, you know. Ever see? I saw it on VHS when, okay. when the black exploitation made its way back into yeah. the '90s, right? So, uh, Blackenstein, 1973. John Hart plays Doctor Stein. Now, you know the person who is the sinister doctor still has to be Caucasian. So, of course, he's the doctor. Then Ivory Stone plays Doctor Winifred Walker. That is the love interest of Joe Dassou, Eddie Turner. Eddie Turner returns back from the Vietnam War. He has some disfigurement, like yeah, from some, the war. Some, some lack of feeling in limbs, yeah. right? Yeah. And s- somehow the doctor comes to where he's at, I guess you just, let's call it a VA hospital, okay? And he comes there and he somehow works with him and is able to get his feeling back, but somehow At the request of the girlfriend. At the request of the girlfriend. Because the girlfriend did a, what a, internship. Right. With the doctor. Right. So, yeah. he does this and so she, she, he comes, but he somehow convinces her that we can take this guy back here and really make him whole again, Right. right? So as he, whatever he did to him, which we're not going to give away, you'll see it in the film, right? Whatever he did, his head starts to grow. And he looks like Frankenstein. He starts to look like Frankenstein. <laughs> but, it, it, but you saw you saw the, the, the piece right. that we put together for the four films that we're talking about right now. Okay. So his head is kind of big, right? So he 
then goes on this rampage. He gets loose and he goes on this rampage. And I'm going to tell you the whole story. But then he comes back because someone is trying to get at his woman. And, you know, he just doesn't quite appreciate that too much. And you saw that little bit in the trailer. You know, of course, we had to cover it up. Because back then, the nipples were free in the 70s, right? And we don't know what's going on now, but hey, whatever. But anyway. Blackest on 1973. Now, I've seen reviews on this film and they said that it wasn't good, but let me tell you something. For Halloween and how campy it is, it's fun. It's, fun it's Halloween a fun film. film to watch. Right. Right? A big Chuck and Little John type, the ghoul type, Elvira type, you know yes. what type of movies they play. Well, right. these are our movies, right? That you can really get in and right. begin and, and really enjoy. I've even seen Blackenstein on Turner, um, uh, what is it? Uh, classic, classic movies. movies. That's yeah. right, because they have the yeah. exploitation Halloween era, right? right. So, so that is definitely something classic. to watch, right? Right. So, what would you rate? Blackenstein. Don't ask me to rate these uh, Halloween. <laughs> okay, come on, come on. Rate, They're rate. just fun Halloween. What would you rate it though? What, if you were giving it a judgment, what would you rate it? Go ahead. Okay, well, uh, Blackenstein, uh -huh. I would give, um, you know, like a, 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 a D. You give it for, a D. For, for effort. What is it? E, uh, e is for effort. E, really. e for effort. That's elementary. Those are those strange ratings. That's elementary. Anyway, we go by number. I'm going to give it a D. You know why? Because I saw Death Temptation again Okay, we're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. And I would score that a lot higher than this. Okay. So a D is nice because I didn't give it an F. I mean, it was entertaining. For the funness of this film, right? I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a seven, and I'm gonna tell seven. you why. Okay. Because of the fact that here's a person who. Okay. Well, I don't want to give a film away, but I'm gonna give it a seven. Just you me. go watch it, but it is that it's good fun. for Halloween. It's nothing serious. It is great for Halloween. Let's say what's up to some of the people who chimed in: okay. Brian Harris, Melvin it's Washington, Sony Simpkins, Nakia, Jerome. Uh, Michael Hinton, Michael Hello. Elliott, Jerome, Donald Randell, Shanine Hicks, uh, Brian Martin, Hello. Uh, Ken Folk, uh, Veronica, England Marie, and then Shanine Hicks again. So we want to say what's up to you. And they can chime in, just type in their yeah, favorite yeah, Halloween Yeah, yeah, in your favorite Halloween film. And you know, uh, black exploitation Halloween film, and yeah. we will make sure that we read it across the air here, right? So, look, that's why I give it a seven. So, now the next film, so like I said, we ran, we're running through four films, right? right. We've already been through two, right. and now we're going to the third right now, okay. which is uh, Death by Temptation. And we got to watch that film completely again. Yeah. This is great yeah, filmmaking, yeah. right? Great filmmaking. Yeah. It's uh, created by uh, uh, James Bond. He's a child star. He's James Bond the third. Yeah. You know, he kind of reminds me of uh, a Rodney Allen Rippey kind mm -hmm. of, right? But he is—he was a child star, but he mm -hmm. grew up. Uh, 
working in the industry, so he saw the behind the scenes magic of how to go about creating films. And then he had the audacity. Right. To make his own film. No, no, no. The audacity (laughs) while Spike Lee was listening to say that you didn't need to go to film school to make a good film. Well, because he had life experience. He had life experience. Right. That's right. So that's what. And and so that's that's what that is. And he did a great job. Pulls off. Yeah. An excellent film. This film is so excellent. Death by Temptation. Writer director James Bond the third. Kadeem Hardison. Now you saw the clip that we showed you of Kadeem Hardison. Kadeem Hardison can emote. Kadeem Hardison, the the scene that we showed you where he discovers that he cannot see the the uh, vampire's image in the, the mirror. The vampire's image in the mirror yeah. shows you how he steps. He's yeah. stepping yeah. and stepping up and developing the character to the character's art. Yeah, he did a good job. Cause could you imagine being in a room with someone and you just happen to look in the mirror to fix your hair or whatever? And they There's don't no have reflection. an image. There's no reflection. Shani says that my cousin and my mom like this one. Yeah. That's right. So it's a good one. Classic. What makes this film unique? Well, let me keep going through the list before we get to what right. what makes this film unique. The late great yeah. Bill Nunn yes. is uh, in the film. Right. Cynthia Bond yes. plays the uh, vampire. temptress vampire. Yeah. Woman Melba Moore plays a, I guess you could call a voodoo priestess. Samuel L. Jackson plays uh, James Bond's deceased father, father. the minister, right? The minister. Okay, so so let's lay this film out, right? Death by Temptation. So it opens up, and you are introduced to Samuel L. Jackson, right? And Samuel L. Jackson is what's going on with the Scott. I see he just chimed in. Um, Samuel L. Jackson is a minister, is a preacher, and he has a young son. But what he notices as he's practicing his preaching in an empty church with his son sitting in like the third or fourth pew looking up at his dad is there's an apparition that is sitting in the back. It's in the form of it appears to be a woman in all black. Now for people who don't know what that imagery is of the woman in all black if you watch the film with Mickey Rourke Mm -hmm. and um and um, Lisa Bonet. What is the name of that film? Mm-hmm. Right? If you watch that film, you'll see the woman in black, right? And it's right. something that's a New Orleans type of feel or folklore as far as the woman in the uh, black, in all black with the veil over her face, right? And so he sees this aberration and She's sitting back and then she keeps, she stands up, she rises up, angel heart. She rises up and she begins to get closer to the sun. By the time he's preaching, he's noticing that the woman has her arms around, the apparition has its arms around his son. 
And he's like, whoa, we got to get our son out of here because this person is actually, this apparition or whatever it is, this right. demon is after him and I can't just protect him. So I'm going to take him down to my mom, right. to his grandma's who is deep in the book. And for those who don't know, this death by temptation has a through line back to Oscar Michaud where our black films have to do with our faith in God. That's right. So this is a film that is actually a religious picture masked as a demon vampire picture as you watch it. But it's not preaching. It's not preaching to you. But it is very entertaining. So he takes it down south. But on the way back, there's the aberration in the road. And his wife all of a sudden tells him, it's a woman in the road. Don't hit her. Don't hit her. And then all of a sudden, they go. It dies. James Bond the third sits up grown whereas the little boy before was a little boy you know and then he sits up grown and then the story kicks off from there right this film is an incredible piece of work by James Bond the third right with these characters uh, in it well flushed out well written the folklore of Using not only uh, combining not only the vampire, yeah. which would be a demon, but with the with the folklore from out the Bible of what a demon is, and combining the two together to make this temptress vampire yeah. that is that has her eyes set on James Bond the Third's character because he is the last of his line that yeah. is a pure heart that can spread the message right yeah. and so that's why she's after him so this film from the time period the music selection used to tell the story the story of the different men that become her victim that are that happen to patronize this certain bar uh beautifully done right um the transformation of the demon now here's another here's another one. The LGBT woman stood up. This is very the LGBTQ woman asked the question to the women who were talking about African Americans underserved mm -hmm. in uh, movies. Okay. And here's another movie where there is a LGBTQ plot mm -hmm. placed in the film, in the film right. where there is an interaction between the demon and an LGBTQ, right? So, um, James Bond the, the third included right. every aspect of right. black life in film, like what most right. black films do. Always do, so, you know. I think the woman that stood up and asked the question wasn't familiar with black films. Right. I don't think she was. I think yeah. she was there to, uh, to grind yeah. the axe yeah. that is usually not an act that needs to be grinding within right. the black community because the black community has accepted. Right. Everyone's embraced. Everyone's embraced because of the struggle that we go through, right? right. So, um, cinematography, the angles that he uses to tell this story, I haven't seen them in um, film since. I mean, the use of the fish eye, mm -hmm. the low, yeah. low, really extremely low angle to my favorite she, angle was the brownstone, the open. Yes, yes, yeah. you, yes. I mean, it's yeah. just 
it's just some angles. So look out for the angles and how they tell the story through images, right? So this whole thing is just one of the one of the great films, right? So what would you rate? Now see, Death, Death by, by Temptation. Temptation was a good horror film. So like that one, I would give it, um, I would give it an eight. Mm-hmm. So I mean, for the acting prowess yeah. in it, the use of special effects in it, the storyline, I, I give it a ten. Yeah. It is something worth having in your collection yeah, to watch during yeah. this Halloween season. Yeah. Okay, people. So now, now eat. This is the next uh, brother Lynch tongue. This is the next uh, selection in the uh, in this right and this this piece right made in 2000 okay so a lot of our films have to deal with the supernatural the occult because there is a um, a understanding or a lack of understanding of What's happening with the occult, right? Within the uh, community, right? Right. So, Brother Lynch Hung, who's a rapper from uh, from uh, Sacktown, okay, right? Sacktown, California, right? Okay. He is a uh, MC in this story, and this is what it's about. It, 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 it surrounds his friends. He's not only a MC, but he is also in Sacramento, California. He is also a gangbanger in this picture, right? So he is around his friends, and his friends are gangbangers, and they're all sitting around, but they're working on how to do music and how to keep themselves alive within this situation what was happening in Sacktown at the time, right? Okay. So something happens and there's this like voodoo priestess type person living in the neighborhood and it's a guy that wants to get at Lynch Hung for some reason and he strikes a deal with her and he scratches Lynch Hung and the curse is anything that you kill you must eat. And this is the premise of the film, Now Eat. Now, in between all of this is great musical MC delivery from Brother Lynchung and his crew, mm-hmm. right? And it's one of the, it was one of the fan favorites when it came out in uh, 2000. Because okay. it came out a little bit right after Bout It mm-hmm. by Master P. Because Master okay. P put out his VHS and then... Everyone started putting out their movies. So it was a fan favorite because it went along with his CD. So you get the Now Eat CD with the VHS tape, right? Okay. And so you were able to watch, you know, Brother Lynch Hung tell this story, right? <laughs> so the story is a, a quirky story. And mm-hmm. you saw the clip of that at the beginning of what was happening with that. There's more in there. There's more gore and there's more... Situation, but there's an interesting scene in there where mm-hmm. there's a home invasion, but you don't see the home invasion, but you see 
what's happening on the screen. Mm -hmm. the, the people get out the car, they exit left of the screen. Then you hear the commotion and you see the people running across the screen. It's mm -hmm. a beautifully shot to tell you the story without having to show you. You need to watch it. There's some good cinematic pieces in it. Now, For those who aren't familiar with Brother Lynch Hung, this gets you familiar with Brother Lynch Hung. The soundtrack is good. Mm -hmm. The uh, storyline is good. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Where can there's, some, there's, some, some, there's some get back oh. on on the police in this in this piece too. So you mm -hmm. have to watch it. Okay. It's uh, very interesting. You mm -hmm. can also see it on YouTube. Oh, okay. You can see it on YouTube. Okay. Right? Now eat. Now um, you saw it a while ago, so yeah, uh, right. So, so my rating on it, I give it an eight, okay, right, because it's not widescreen, it's uh, uh, four by three, okay, and so it's it's in the uh, it's how TVs used to be when that videotape came out. Mm -hmm. So, the enjoyment of it because you have to see black box on each side of the screen instead of up and, uh, and below and top mm -hmm. so the enjoyment of it is a little less so I'll give it an 8 but what it is for Halloween is yeah. definitely worth having yeah. in there the people will be tripping out when yeah. they see Lynch Hung mm -hmm. and the uh, yeah. and the chainsaw so that'll be you know tons of great scary Halloween films to watch for free on YouTube that's right. To, for, for, you know, you can put them in a watch list yep. from YouTube yep. and be able to watch those films. Popcorn and other snacks and just chill and watch your horror films. And make sure that you put them in your collection, too, yes. right? You yep. put them in, you also go ahead and own them yeah. and put them in your collection so that people will... Um, the next generation can The next generation watch. can can watch and enjoy and uh, like these films, right? You have to order um, it's the uh, Black uh, Blackenstein. The, now that one you have to purchase. That's true. Yeah. You do have to purchase that Blackenstein, yeah, right? Blackenstein. Um, so it is well worth yeah. uh, all these films are well worth uh, watching, yeah. seeing, yeah. viewing for your Halloween season. You know, because like we said, Jason is okay. Yeah. Michael Myers is okay. Yeah. All those other films are okay. Yeah. But put these in your selection also, and you will trip out and and have a good time yeah. uh, this Halloween season for sure, right? Last Halloween season, we, um, last year actually, we reviewed Halloween, yes, the latest did. one. Mm -hmm. And the star in that film was an adorable uh young black kid he's the star of the film he is hilarious so if you do watch halloween this halloween season the latest one from last year with 2018 you have to watch it and look out for this kid because he is definitely like the breakout he steals star. the show he's like he steals the show yeah, in halloween i'm out here he's the only one with sense in the damn no, no, film no, 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 the whole film he was the only he one he is with hilarious he had the audience cracking. He had up. the audience so, going. Yeah, right. Yes, he did. he did. So those are four more film films from the Black Exploitation. So yeah. check out our last couple of episodes because we've yeah. been talking about 
uh, black exploitation and yeah. uh, the top films of Halloween, of horror, yeah. film noir, horror, horror films that you yeah. should have in your collection to uh, watch this season, right? right? So those four films, yeah. and then next week we're going to have more, right? Yeah. So now let's see what we're going to now. All right, people. How to tell people okay. to stay out your business? And now let me uh, change this. We we went through that. Yes. We went through that sequence so yeah. much, right? How to tell people to stay the heck out your business is what we're going to be talking about next, people. Okay. Before we people. get to Joker and the Godfather of Harlem and yeah, Raising right. Dion, so. right? Film work. So so. We gotta let you know how to go for doing that. But first, people, you know, sometimes on a Saturday morning, mm-hmm. I just want to kick back and watch something that's written, produced, directed, edited, narrated, and acted in From the Lord by, 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 by a black filmmaker. Yes. Right. Independent, independent black filmmaker. Yes, I like to see that, and you know, so I didn't see that around. So you know what I came up with? What? I came up with Lord Land Theater. That's right. Every Saturday morning, Lord Land Theater. Right. So this is the this is the Halloween edition of Lord Land Theater. Okay. These these next few weeks are different. Okay. Things that are based on the Halloween spirit. So okay. we are on episode ten okay. of Lord Land Theater. Okay. Can you say the same? But anyway, so watch these because for the next couple of Saturdays we're going to be having yes. a Halloween themed yes. theme on Lord Land Theater. Yes. Just watch them. You can go right over to. Lordlandfilms.com on the actual website. Okay. You can go to Lordlandfilms.com forward slash Lordland TV yeah. or you can go right over to Lordlandfilms.com yeah. on Facebook. It's the yeah. Facebook page, Lordlandfilms.com. Click videos and you can watch one through ten right behind each other. Yeah. Right there, right in order. And you watch. will uh yeah. enjoy. Yeah. Lord Land Theater. Right? Lord Land Theater. Every Saturday morning. So look, people. As you see in this caption right here, how to tell people to stay out your business. I'm going to give people some time to chime in on this because this is a very important message brought to you by Lord, Lord Land Theater. Right? So we're giving giving people time to uh, chime in here. Let me go ahead and hit this in some groups real quick before we get started here. And this is not taking me to the groups. Is that doing what they want to do? But it's okay. All right, people. So, all right. So, how to tell people to stay out your God business. Sorry, people. Look, 
you know, I started, you know, I, I started with Lord Land Theater here for a reason. Okay. You know, I started uh, pushing across the different sites, different pages on Facebook about actors sending in their resume, their bios and their headshots to uh, be on Lord Land Theater. So then, I don't know what brought two people to their to the to the nonsense to write and ask uh, are these paid or non-paid uh, uh, assignments or gigs or whatever. Right? Well, did you ask them to send you their body of work? So, so, wait, let me get to this. Let me get to this. So, so I'm sitting there, right, and I'm saying, hmm. So I happen to just click and look at their pages, right? Okay. And I'm like, hmm, I don't see anything that you've actually done, right? Here's one way to tell people to stay out of your business and get some because you know me myself if I'm on those pages as an actor, you know what I'm saying? I love I would love to act and so that would build my resume. That's for one thing, right? Build my bio, right? That's one thing. But if you don't have a body of work why do you think that you should get paid for anything? You don't have a body of work. You 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 haven't acted, or if you've acted, what you've acted in hasn't come out, or what you've acted in, you're not proud enough to display, so that you can be seen, heard, recognized, and appreciated. This is what we do at Lord Lamb Film. So stay out the business of if it's. Pay or not pay. Stay out of that business and do what the creator told you to do, which was just to submit your headshot and your bio and be uh, considered to act opposite moi. Did I forget to tell you that they act opposite Crazy D in every episode? That means that I write the action, I film the action, I edit the action, I narrate the action, and I act like a beast. Okay? And all you have to do is show up and know your lines and deliver opposite moi. And believe me, I don't make it easy for you because I come to steal the scene every time. Lord Land Theater, which hypes the and brings the level of the prowess of the opposite up to make them be able to be seen, heard, recognized, and appreciated. See the method in the madness. So stay out of the business of that. Now here's another one, people. Now the ego that I I I uh run into with some of these people out here. Now now when I'm talking about that, I'm not talking about Black people, okay? When I'm talking about this, I'm not talking about black people. So, there are some black people that be have some real egos. But, um, right now, these last two examples I'm talking about were Caucasian, okay? So, look. so this this person, now, remember my, my request, I would say more than an instruction, okay. it is a request because once we get on set, then I'm director and then it's direction. Okay. I, you know, requested that you send in your headshots and your bio mm -hmm. to be considered to act in Lord Land Theater. Mm -hmm. This person comes underneath the writing, like the other people did, underneath one of the episodes, you know, 
trying to get promotion without putting in any work. That, that's what, what I said, how we see that. But people who do that, that's what we see. People who actually put something out that, that for people to see. If you put something under there that's yours, then you're just trying to get free promotion because you figure people are going to look at that person's thing that's popular. And then they'll look at yours. But if yours is done. But anyway, that's another story for another time. We're talking about staying out of people's business. Now look. The dude comes under and he writes, if you're interested, if you're looking for me, just contact me back. That wasn't the instruction. So automatically, you're, you're in the business and you're overstepping the bounds in the business. Now, the business said, submit your headshot and bow to this particular uh, email address. And, you know, if you're interested, do that if you're not interested and don't. But this person sits up and says, if you're interested in me, so then then they come back and write again later. They speak to someone that, that I have acting in the the Lordland Theater uh, situations and he writes back and he says, oh, I talked to somebody and they told me that there's an old footage All right, let me, let me say it again. Let me say it again. In that, in that voice. In that, uh, I don't even think he has a real thespian voice. I don't think, but I will do it in that thespian voice. I, I spoke to someone and they told me that it was old footage. And because I'm just so great, though I have nothing out or anything to show <laughs> for being great, I am just so great that it's old footage so uh, I don't know what that meant because he didn't say, oh, don't consider him anymore because I hadn't considered you because you didn't do what the instructions said. So I hadn't considered you anyway. I just read it and kept it moving on to episode 11. Oh, okay, so look, so look. There is no such thing as like, like people get, get it effed up. They get it effed up. There's no such thing as anything old. Because if it was old, why are people going to search out music that they're playing in commercials that came out way back in the 50s? Or like the two movies, for instance, uh, with the Godfather of Harlem, which we will be reviewing tonight. Uh -huh. How many years did Samuel, uh, not uh, the Forrest Whitaker, say that it took to get the project off? Like it took, it took, took what, 20 yeah. 20 years they have been working it, on it right. for, for the long when he was a wee pup and then and we're also reviewing the Joker tonight and how long I mean like we waited for that film to come out so they worked on that film I mean, like, I, and how over a year ago how old so. is Joker as a character in comic books that people want to do so this is what I'm saying right. there is nothing old in music there is nothing old in film because if that was so then the TV is full of what is mostly TV, cable TV. Right. It's all reruns. Right. Reruns. It's never old. Right. That's just Good like Times has been on for 40 years. Forever. And people watch it like it's brand new year for year. Right. Uh, uh, Sanford and Son. Right. There is no such thing as old. Right. It is reruns. 
But not to mention it crazy he takes the time to take his classic material and right. recut it into a new narrative right. showing you the ability of right. the auteur to right. take this and make this a new narrative, right. a new storyline. Which right? keeps that actor current. Fresh in people's minds. Right. Especially Even if when, they haven't done a project in a while. Especially when they haven't done projects. They've done projects, right. but maybe they haven't they come, out, come yet. out. Right. Okay. You know, I had I was at uh, I was at the schoolhouse at CSN and I had brought some actors to do a script for the students, right? Okay. And so I had brought in some of my uh, good actors to do mm -hmm. a, a presentation in front of the students of a, of a gangster script I wrote, which was an offset, a whole nother world for the Black Ice Chronicles. So I, okay. so I did this, right? And the one actor, mm -hmm. I saw him talking to the female actor. Okay. And he was walking down the hallway, but he was making it like it was secretive. As he was like, you know, you can, because I write body language, I write facial expressions, I write that. So I, I see, because I look through the 16 by 9, I see the world differently. I see things because I have to write these things, right? right? So I saw him walking down the hallway and he was telling. So what's funny about here in Las Vegas is, that, except for me, People seem to want to get in your business. Here's another way that people get into your business and how you can tell people to stay out of your business. See, the second way that I just showed you how to do it is through ridicule. Oh, I didn't finish that story. Let me finish the story. Let's go back to it was old footage. Okay, so look. We happened to have to go do it to take a delivery. We had to ship something off. And we walk into now. This is the very same day that that message came across. And so I'm walking in, and I'm looking, and look, lo and behold, who do I see sitting across at the desk? The person, he wasn't the person. He wasn't the person who was helping us. But I look across, and there is this person working in the shipping place. Now, there's nothing wrong with working in the shipping place, but you would have thought. That this person was a well-known that been that would never be out. Romeo, 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 right? You would think that this person was well, was just you wouldn't be there. So the person he turned his back to me, his neck turned red because I'm looking at him like he was just talking. How? But God. It was God. Okay? Alright, so you know, so the second way to tell people to stay out of your business is just a little ridicule because if they don't want to be in your, they don't want to be ridiculed, don't get in your business. Because I, I swear I am so busy all day, every day that I don't day. have time. Right. By the time I found out about two girls in a cup, it was five years later. And I still don't know. And I, you see what I'm saying? Because life is Busy and you know, five years, a couple of years ago. So, hey, think about when it came out for those who were watching over there and they saw that two girls in the cup. And I can tell you, I didn't know about it till five years later. That shows you that I'm busy, right? So, the second way to tell people to get out your business and to get them something is really cool. Okay, so, so the, the third, the third. Third situation. 
right? So the person took the person off to the side and, and was talking to him. And I could tell they didn't want me around like they was talking to him. So, so what I find here is people who produce film here, this is not how film works because people work with different people. We've said that before. I beat that with a dead horse. But I'm just telling you another example of how to tell people to stay out your business and get you some, right? The person took them off, so all of a sudden, the people started pulling, right? All of a sudden, because I I, I heard through the grapevine, because you know, there's always still a grapevine, that the people only wanted the people to work with them. And for some reason, people have... We add, some of us are sheep, okay. and some of us are looking for a shepherd. Okay. All I'm going to do is show you how to be an independent contractor. That's what I can show you because that's what I know. I'm not trying to shepherd you. We don't have a casting couch. We, we, we don't do any of that. We're going to show you how to go about doing it. Right. And then when you're called on, be considerate enough to appreciate what was done to come back and do a robe. I got five great actors that I can call on, right? But, so the people started pulling, pulling away and then so they were doing this project and this project, boy, this took a long time. You know, I, I can shoot a movie in uh, in two weeks and have it out, uh, take a week in between to cut it, edit it and have it out in two weeks. It's sound quality, picture, all that great. Alright, so they pull, pull away so then the movie never comes out. And all these people wasted time. And then when it was finally put up in a facsimile of something, I watched it, sound quality horrible, picture horrible. So there these people are getting in my business because we're high profile. When we got here, we landed here, we started pushing because I already had the formula. The, I already had the plan. The, 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 the Everything, the structure, the foundation is there. You just build the new house off the original foundation. So I said, boom. So then when you watch it and it's no true, so how to tell people to stay out your business, right. make sure that your sound quality and your picture is right, right. before you get in my business. You mean like, or have like a reel with the body of work? Have a reel with the body of work before you get into my business. So that's three ways to tell people to get out your business. Now, the other way to tell a uh, people to get out my, get out your business, the fourth way, because this is gonna be the top five, right? So we went through it. You know, you can rewind it. We're not going back. Number five, <laughs> number, number four, fourth way to get to it, right? Is to tell is if you're on social media, okay, right? You're on social media and somebody butts into what you're doing on social media and they have a comment to say or anything, block them. And that tells them, stay on my business because I swear I have so much time in the day. I, I wouldn't have time to. I wouldn't have time to. I wouldn't have time to be in somebody else's business. So we're gonna just no, give you the top four. Wait, no, because uh, a couple <laughs> of my like friends and family members like kind of we talk about this all the time. You know, those who are like busy. Right, busy. We talk about how there is not enough time in the day to be so like what every person is doing or what every person is saying or because like I had a, a I had talked to my niece today and she asked me had I seen something on Facebook. I'm like I don't go on Facebook often. I do the film review, but it's like 
I don't have enough time in the day. Like, it's not enough time in 24 hours for me to constantly, you know, so a lot of stuff, family members and friends have to reach out to me about, because mm-hmm. I'm like literally a busy person. <laughs> yes, a busy person. So, Chinese says, Javon is laughing at the way you are saying theater. <laughs> if he was upset, he should have Tootsie rolled his behind on somewhere else. Uh, she also says, true. Shani said, most movies, books, plays, music take a while to develop, especially if you want to produce a great product. That's right. So that's why there are reruns and replays and reimagining because nothing ever gets old. And there's just like so many uh, great books out there that can be read, like uh, Tallahassee Coates just right. wrote a nice book. Like, so, I mean, I don't know. I, and then you watch it like on the news and you hear about these court cases and just people being murdered and killed over petty stuff and silly stuff for social media. And it's just like, I just, I, yeah, I just think if people had invest their time in their families and, and or, or reading or just learning more about yourself and, and your community and not be so, what's the word, petty? Yeah, J. Cole. <laughs> J. Cole calls it ego. Oh, J. Cole. Yeah. yeah when he was on um, Angie Martinez. <laughs> right. And he was talking about at the time what Kanye West was doing. Right. And he said that that's just ego to right. make people follow you. And then he was like worried about how many people are actually following you and how many people aren't. Right. That's just ego. And to be on the social media and to be petty and mean and nasty and then when you call a person on it and I love how people play the victim oh what no I didn't mean that oh I don't you know so I'm just like okay well let me kind of get used to this world because I'm really not from that world I'm from the Midwest Cleveland Ohio and we like straight no chaser like so number five like it is so (laughs) don't play games but when you become in an environment with people like older people who act silly and childish, you're like, well, I don't wow. come from this. <laughs> so, so number five in it, you know, right. we, we went through the first four. You go back and rewind and get those. Right. You know, go okay. back. You know, I used to always wonder why Tom Joyner never went back. You okay. would come in late. You won't know what he's talking about. So go back and watch it. But right now, number five, thumbs up on this one right here. Number five. Oh, yeah. So the message to that was just use social media for positivity. Positivity. No, no negativity. Ego. No ego. No pettiness. Don't worry about how many people are following you because, you know, like me, I get more people watching than say that they follow. So I don't really worry about it. You know what I mean? So number five on this, on how to get people, when, when you stand in front of people and they want to tell you what people said or they want to say something about what you're doing, you tell them. You look at them. Like I look at them. I say, oh, where's your finished product? Where's your body of work? Where is all that? If you don't have that, you should go get you some business. Stay out of mine because you can see mine all over the internet. You can hear mine in music. You can hear mine and you can hear mine in so many different ways. You can hear us here. 79 episodes. 79 episodes. Next week will be the 80th episode of the film review. Movies, music, culture, politics, society. Go get you some business and stay out of mind because I wouldn't have time to come 
right. talk to you right. about your business. Or what you're doing. If I, I, because I got so much business. So in other words, you don't have no business. You got time to talk about mine. So there it is, people. So those are the top five ways to tell people to stay the out your business. All right, people. All right, we're moving on to the next review. Whether it's family, friends, strangers, everybody. That's right. Do you know who Rupert Pupkin is? No, who is that? Do you know who Arthur Fleck is? Yes. All right. Okay. Do you know who Jackie Burke is? All right. Okay. Do you know who the Taxi Driver is, yeah. right? Have you ever seen the movie Taxi Driver? Yeah. If you have Classic. seen the movie Taxi Driver. Starring. Wait a minute now. Let me, get, let me set it up. Okay. If you have seen the movie Taxi Driver. Okay. And you have seen the movie King of Comedy. Not to be confused with The Kings of Comedy. Right. You know, which was the black thing, but the first thing that was called The King of Comedy that came out in 83. Right. The, first, the film that was uh, produced, shot by uh, Martin Corsese, right. starring Jerry Lewis and that phenomenal guy, Robert De Niro. If you watch these two films, these three films that I mentioned, right? The first two films are what could lead to the Joker. The last film, which uh, which uh, also stars De Niro as Jackie Burke, is what happens if that person was successful and they would be then the comedian that gets a second 15 minutes of fame, right? Yeah. So you need to, but most definitely you need to watch the first two films, which... Uh, Rupert Pumpkin, Pumpkin is king of comedy. Yes. And the taxi driver, Robert De Niro is the taxi driver. Yeah. Uh, you can give me the character name on taxi driver, right? So, um, if you watch those two films, you see a lot of elements that were, were borrowed by Tim Phillips, right? To uh, tell the story of the Todd Joker, Tom Phillips, excuse me, to tell the story of the, the of Joker, not the Joker, but Joker. So now look, uh, Todd Phillips, uh, well, he directs uh, Deadpool. He directs Deadpool. That's right. So okay, listen. so in Taxi Driver, Robert De Niro's character is Travis Bickle. Yes, Travis Bickle. Okay, so what's um, unique about Travis? Bickle's character in Taxi Driver is all of these violent situations seem to happen, but once you see the cuts back to the apartment, it appears that Travis Bickle never really left the apartment. That this might be something going on in his head. Right? Rupert Pupkin, who kidnaps Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis's character in the film King of Comedy. He is a aspiring comic. Right. Uh, De Niro's character. Rupert Puppy. He's an aspiring comic. He can't get a break. So somehow he 
fixates mm -hmm. on Jerry Lewis, who is this oh. talk show host, kind of like a David Letter, kind of like a Carson-esque yeah. type character, right? Yeah. And so he fixates on him and somehow he finds a way to get in okay. to him. And from there, he's able to get in and try to befriend the Jerry, Jerry's character. And at the same time, Sandra Bernhardt is a stalker type fan who then befriends the Nero's character to try to get close to Jerry Lewis's character because she's a stalker. And you see all this in the film. But what happens in there, you don't know if this actually happened because these are what you call unreliable okay. narrators. That's, okay. It's a term in film called the unreliable narrator. So now, we come to uh, Joker. Okay. Right? right? We come to Joker. Right. A movie we have been waiting to see waiting for like to over see. a year. Right? Because first of all, when um, we saw that Joaquin Phoenix was gonna star starring as Joker. We knew then, okay, it's gonna be a great film. Because mm -hmm. he's a great actor. Mm -hmm. So so he plays Joker. Right. He plays uh Arthur Fleck, right? So Arthur Fleck, the film opens up and Arthur Fleck is a is a clown, literally, right. who uh, if you see the people standing outside on the corners, flipping the signs around for different businesses, yeah. this is what he does, but he's dressed in a clown outfit, right? Something happens. You saw this in the trailer and the yeah. little boy steal his sign. You saw that. And they smash him with the sign and he's down on it, right? So then a fellow comic gives him some gives him a tool right. to hold on to just in case right. something like that might happen again right. something happens at the at, at a place and then he loses his job due to this yeah. and this is where the film kicks off next thing you know you find him in front of his, of, of his social worker right and you see him in front of his social worker a few uh, 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 one more time when yeah. she's telling him that Funding is cut. Boom, boom, boom. How's he gonna get his well, meds? So all, all the women. So all of this is yeah. happening, right? Yeah. But all first within of this all, gun. we have to talk about the cinematography. No, no, no. I, I, I gotta set it. I gotta set yeah, it. So all of this is happening, right? Within this piece, right? right? And this is where it kicks off, right? right? And so the story, the way that they they detail Gotham, it would be like. The camera pans down from the sky to expose a city uh, darkened with despair. Dark, you know, darkened, you know, I don't like that word, darkened. But anyway, darkened with despair. The streets are uh, trash littered. Yeah, because the opening scene. I'm, I'm, I'm setting up, I'm setting up yeah. how the scene would go. Okay, so okay. I'm giving them how it would sound, how it would look in the script. Right. Because right. most people don't ever get the chance to see yeah. a script. So in script writing, they tell you that the city right. or wherever you are can be a world right. within the world that you're describing. So I'm describing they it. So it's coming down. So the streets are right. littered and the wall, the buildings are graffiti, yeah. uh, cascading 
graffiti uh, disconjointed to make this cacophony of visual noise right. to the viewer's eyes. And from there, that's where you see him yeah. in the street, and this is where he's happening. So it's definitely shot low key. And he's running through and he's smashed. So the cinematography goes exactly with how the script would uh, it would be written to tell you what Gotham City yeah. looks like. This is the Gotham City that you have not seen. Yeah. We want to say what's up to Angela Harris. She just chimed in. What's going on with you? Um, Let's see. Miles Lowe just chimed hey, in and say what's up to him. Yeah, because so, in, in most movies they just jump right into the character. Right. But this one. Right. This the, the Gotham yeah. is a world. Yeah. Everything from every image that you see. There's a right. scene with the train that lead, uh, beautifully shot. The cinematography yeah. on this is great. The way that they tell the story, yes. the age buildings. It's yeah. like what you would consider it doesn't look like Times Square but it's what Times Square was like in the 70s yeah you know what I'm saying the 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 porn houses yeah. and, and everything and the graffiti yeah. and the and the crime yeah. you know this unstoppable but the people are yeah. in a uproar yeah and they are starting to protest that yep. the rich has money which is a yeah. thematic yeah. piece in this film that has to do with what potentially possibly going to happen today yeah right yeah so we watch as this happens to him yeah and we go through and then all of a sudden he something happens and he then starts to take on the persona of the joker right but there's certain things in the film that happen yeah. Just like with uh, Rupert Pupkin yeah. um, and uh, the taxi driver that yeah. make you think that possibly yeah. this is not a reliable narrator, right? right. And this is where we, uh, where the film takes on an ominous feel, right? Yeah. Where the things that are happening doesn't seem like could it be happening or is all of this in his mind there's certain things that happen in the film that make you think hmm maybe this is something that is something in his mind especially at the end of the film when you see that the social worker person appears to be the same as the Therapist yeah. in Arkham Asylum. The so years the, later, right? What I'm saying is, you can take this film two ways. Okay. You can take it literally, or you can take it that he is an unreliable narrator, right. and all of this is playing in his mind. And there's certain clues to that. So, give your assessment of the film. Um, you know, like I said, the cinematography is just great. So the opening of the film. I'm like, this is just, this is gonna be a great ride, and it was um, the character, right, the Joker. So you you kind of saw him, well, Arthur Fleck, right. So you kind of you get a feel for his personality, and you see 
what he goes through as Arthur Fleck. And I think it was a beautiful buildup, don't you think? Like his personality, how he just, um, you saw the physical change. It was like a meta, what is it, a metamorphosis? Right. Yeah, it's an arc, most definitely. Yeah, and so you you actually see it. So like the acting is just like superb because you rarely see something like this. Like you you physically, well, in a M. Night Shyamalan's film, it's Split, mm -hmm. uh, the character, the one with the split personality, mm -hmm. right? Uh, you saw how he uh, his body changed and metamorphed, and that's how it is like with with Joker. He goes from being just plain old Arthur Fleck to growing into the Joker character. And um, just like well done. Like without giving the film away. Because you don't want to give the film away. You have to see it. It's worth seeing it. And we're going to go see it again. <laughs> because it's like one of those films that is so good. You definitely don't mind you know, paying to see it twice. And um, Catrice Thomas just chimed in. What's going on Catrice? Um... And the music. And the, the music. dancing. Great. The mm -hmm. So now, do you believe that this actually happened? Well, I don't want to give the film away. But do you believe great that film. what happened actually happened? It's a great film. I do believe everything that I saw in the outside world, the people who he dealt with and how he was treated. Because we talked about it like a few minutes ago, right? Uh, different like personalities and how some people are can be kind of just like mean and nasty for no reason right so we all know about this right on social media you know so to see what he went through um his character um it's believable to me because here he is a man minding his own, his own business living his life you know taking care of his mom there are certain clues in the film that allude to the fact that this is something that's all of it right. is something that's happening in his mind and that he is actually he's never left Arkham Asylum. You think so? And we would say it, 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 it's certain clues to it. It's certain okay. things that happen like right. there's certain relationships that happen right. that actually didn't happen. Well, you know there's, what? There's, there's, um... You don't think he relived them in his head? It's something, it's something that the, the, the therapist at the end was saying to him, which okay. gives you, uh, something. She, the questions that she was asking him, watch okay. for this now, and then you can make your decision once you watch it. The questions that he, she was, she was asking him were not the questions that would be asked of a person who did okay. what he did. Okay. There's there's similarities to this film and uh, King of Comedy, where whereas the King of Comedy used uh, well, he used television, so it would be Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver used. Uh, Newspapers okay. to report what happened, right? Right. In King of Comedy, they use uh, books okay. saying that this happened and this person became famous because of books, right? right. Joker says something about 
uh, he didn't think that anyone knew him, but now they recognize him, okay. right? Uh, in the King of Comedy, he says, it's better to be a king for a day oh, than see. to be a smuck for a lifetime. Yeah. Only a smuck for, for a life. lifetime. He didn't say that. That's a great right? movie, too. You have to see the King of right? Comedy. So there are yeah. certain things in there that these, these movies warn you about right. social media, what we just talked about before right. when we did the top five, right? Right. And so these movies are telling you this and right. it's something it's the questions that she's asking him, which we don't want to give away, but watch the film, but the question is right. did this really happen or was this all imagined in the mind of a person right. who felt as if he was not recognized because he has never been out of Arkham Asylum. And so we will uh, leave it right there. But anyway, you have to see makeup, that. dress code, the acting, music of um, everyone, yeah. uh, including most oh, definitely Joaquin Phoenix. Right? Yeah, give the cast real quick. Then we'll um, get the, the uh, ready. Uh, great cast starring Joaquin Phoenix as. Arthur Flex, the Joker. Um, Zaza Beats, uh, her character, uh, Sophie Dooman. Um, Dante Piro Austin plays Bruce Wayne. Robert De Niro um, is in the film also. You know what was a nice surprise in the film was to see uh, Brian Tyree Henry from the TV show, you know, Atlanta, as well as he's been in so many other films. But I didn't even know he was going to be in the film. So it was good to see um, him in the film. But um, also, she uh, wigged him um, from a boardwalk. Um, Sharon Washington played the therapist. Um, Lee Gill, Bill Camp, Josh Parrish, Glenn Flesher, um, Francis Conroy, Douglas Hodge, Brett Collin, Mark Marone. Um, great cast. Right. Great. So when you watch the film, ask yourself, is uh, Arthur Fleck a unreliable narrator? Because it's definitely told from his side from his right. side of the story, right? Is he an unreliable narrator or is right. he a reliable narrator? Alright? So I, I say he's a reliable narrator. And I say that he's an unreliable narrator. Because so watch. I thought about Ava Dovernay's uh, film, When They See Us. And when Corey was in, um, the, where it's just, just him. And um, what's it called? What? When in he was prison? in um, uh, uh, isolation. I forget what it's called. Solitary but, confinement. Right. And then he thought about. Uh, if if he had gone the other way. If he had gone the other okay, way. Okay, that would And be... then he also thought about like his life too. Like he thought about his mom and he thought about the um, conversation between his mom and his brother, right? So it was a combination of actual events in his life. He thought about when he was in solitary as well as um, things had they took another route. Yeah, if he had took another route, so that, that that would if they had took right. that and they had told the story that way, so it's a combination he would be of a both. unreliable narrator. Yeah, but, it was, but in his case, it was a combination of both. So for me, 
I think that's how it was for is for the Joker's character. Okay. A combination of both. Mm -hmm. Because we saw, you know, his life, what happened in his life, and then we know from the previous films, like in Batman, like he was releasing the asylum, right? So we so we know that eventually the Joker does end up in the asylum, right? We know this. But I think that a lot of what happened was he thought about like what actually happened or what could have, you know. But so. see, but see, the, the 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 main thing is the reason the reason why so I don't want to get this away, but the reason why no, don't give it away. I'm not giving it away. Okay. The reason why it's a uh, um, unreliable narrator is okay. you don't have to answer this. It's just a rhetorical question. Who killed the Wayne? Okay. Okay. So yeah. this is a this is a one-off alternative on talking about a Great. person that's uh, isolated. And so, is he a reliable narrator? Is he an unreliable narrator? Go watch the film and then right. come back and write your responses underneath, and we'll be able to say it. So, what would you rate the film? Oh, a ten. I mean, really, ten, ten, ten. Like all across the board, beyond the 10. Yeah, if I could give it 100, I would give it 100. I guess yeah, I could give it 100. Like excellent, like well-written, great cinematography, uh, great acting. The music was great. Um, the costume and design was great because it was with during a certain period, right? So you saw like the cars and the clothing and just you did get a feel for that period piece. Right. right, so it's just uh, well, well done. Great. Yeah, we, we talked so robustly that we didn't even get a chance for me to put the graphic up until just now. But the graphic was in the main okay. advertising piece for. But the definitely show. go see it. So people, you know, we didn't talk about this about the Joker film, but this is, but this is in it. But so I'm just gonna say anyway. You know, there's a the question about the Joker was: Is there a racist trope? In the Joker, so I'm gonna go back to the Joker for a minute because we gave the rating. It is worth seeing, but I didn't see but it. It's, but it, yes, I did. But it, but it's very it's very important that the youth see this and know this, okay. so that they can uh, in, interpret this when they're watching films, so that it doesn't cause them to feel lowly of themselves. Right? Okay. It's very important. There is one racist. Trope okay. in the Joker, okay. right? It seems benign, okay. but it it could it could become very cancerous in the mind of okay. the youth who are watching the Joker, right? And this okay. is what I mean, right? Okay. Have you ever noticed that like, you watch commercials or you mm -hmm. watch films, and whenever there is a situation where there is angst. Right. Where there's something in the story that's going to give the white protagonist angst. There's a black person set there in that character to be the angst. Usually they use the character, the black character is usually in charge okay. somehow. And in some kind of authoritative position in which stops them from having their good time. Right. right? And so that's a racist trope right or you'll see something like there's this all-state commercial where oh yeah it's two all-state right insurance agents one black one white right. so they're competing to get more business so to speak right. so the white uh agent 
helps an old lady cross the street, takes her hand from out of the black one's hand, but the black one helps a beached whale. Right. But watch the whale. Watch the whale's eye. It's like he's talking. He says, "Yes, we help and do this," and then the whale's eye rolls, rolls his eyes like, "Oh, whatever." Watch this. These are just little tropes in commercials. They go into that you don't you aren't conscious that you're seeing, but it goes back into the back of your mind through your eye gate, right? So it's very important you write this. So now in in the joke in Joker, it's okay. not the Joker, because the Joker is a totally different franchise. This okay. is Joker. Okay. What the the angst in Joker is the therapist. It's the same woman. It's the same woman right. that is his um, that that's supposed to be his quote unquote okay. um, uh, social worker. Right. Is also the therapist at Arkham Asylum, okay. and his angst is always anything that comes down heavy on him comes from out of her mouth. Okay. As far as him being able to get treatment, it comes heavy from out her out her mouth and thus and so he then uh shows the audience angst this is real subtle but it is a racist trope when in actuality it is something where they are projecting off what is in them onto a black body so watch this watch this in films whenever there's something that angst the character and it's not a black character uh, the person that's angsting them is an extra you know they might have a couple of lines in there right a supporting cast member and that person is black watch this and you will see this and that is a racist trope when in actuality in real life it is the opposite I was in a grocery store and I was on the phone with my wife because she was at home and I was shopping and in the loud in the speaker, you know, used to be elevator music, right, right, right. But now they were playing Hall and Oates. Okay. Um, uh, I can't go for that. Oh no, 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 can't do. No, I can't go. So I'm singing the song, right? I'm, I'm singing the song. I'm singing the hook. I, I knew the words. You know, it was something that came out when we were kids, and it just stays in your mind. So I was picking out bread. Come out the bread, the bulk bread thing, right? And I was putting the bread into the thing, and I was just singing, right? And then here comes a, I would say, crackheadish, mm-hmm. Caucasian female, dirty, stringy hair, like just not good, you know, like either meth, meth or crack or whatever it was. So she comes and says, "Yeah, sing that," and I'm like. I'm looking at it now. You know, I graduated from Polish Catholic school, right? Predominantly Polish Catholic school. And, you know, what I've learned over time is, like, when we would be dancing, because we had to push to get hip-hop then into the, into the uh, dances or whatever. So when we dance, and here come the, uh, the uh, ones who wanted to antagonize you, and they would dance and act, but they didn't have any rhythm. So they would be dancing. I was like, oh... But you can't dance. And I would dance more and make them stop. You know what I'm saying? I was in the car one day, back driving up Warrensville Center Road through Shaker Heights. And 
in the, I looked through the rear view mirror because I was bobbing my head to some hip hop music. Mm -hmm. And I look in the back of the truck and there's a, a white girl driving and a white goofy dude with glasses in the passenger seat. And he's doing this. He's being funny, like trying to mock me while I'm dancing. So I look at him and I bob harder. And then his girl tapped him and stopped him. And then their smiles went to frowns because they didn't stop me from getting down. Do you understand what I'm saying? So when, when you see these racist tropes in movies, it is actually the reverse. So this woman says that in the store and I'm like, I keep singing. And I keep doing, I don't know if she was trying to throw me off or whatever, but it's always something. You're not conscious of it. But see, at, at first, when I go out, my guard is always up. But it had been a couple of songs they had played in the grocery store. And I was like, hmm, I'm going, you know, I, I was feeling like I was letting my guard down. But I said, no, I'm going to let my guard down. But I'm going to sing this song because, you know, it's jamming, hauling off, you know. And so here she comes, and I guess she wanted to get next to the bend or whatever, right? Because I was getting the bread, so she was standing around, lurking around, right? And so she comes up and she does this, and I'm like, here it is. I'm minding my own business, and here comes this person. Mind your business. Mind your business. So that's a, that identify, that's the sixth way to make people mind your business. Keep doing what you, you were doing and enjoy it and shame the devil. And they will walk away from you. And that's that's what it was. And that's what she did. I went on and did my thing. I kept mm -hmm. on going, I can't go for that. Oh, <laughs> no. Because that's the jam. That's the jam. You know, uh, Blue Eyes All. You know, that was the jam. You know? <laughs> but anyway, people. Because we can appreciate. Right. right? And give credit where credit is due. So that's what I'm saying. So those racist tropes are are projected in English or in film there's a term called projection where the person in writing will project off what's in them onto you to make you seem like you are the bad person this is a racist trope in this film or in, in many other films where the black person is seen as the person that gives the white person who's just going about their everyday life angst at some a certain point and it can be no further from the truth Except for in actuality, it is the converse, and it is they who give us angst when we are minding our own business. I always want to be. And I was coming out of a movie theater. It is the last one, the last example. We were coming out of a movie theater. We had come from out of seeing what was the movie, and then I saw. Um, Wasn't uh, it one of the Marvels? Uh, yeah, it's one of the Marvels. It was one of the Marvels, but. It was a different take on it, kind of like yeah. the, like Joker is. Yeah. And I saw Mike Xavier. Shout out to Mike Xavier making it big in hip hop out here. I was uh, saw him, and we were talking about it as he was going into the theater. They were playing it again in the same theater, and we were walking out. And I started. We started a conversation about it. I said, "Well, you know, you're probably going to see some things." That are a little bit different, and then here comes this out first of all, out the blue, the the white woman comes, the white woman comes out, and she's walking by, but then she stops and stares at the conversation, like, oh my god, they can speak English. I don't know what she was thinking, but that's how you know how they have that alien look on their face sometimes, and so that's how she was looking, and then she wanted to chime in on the conversation, breaking me and this dude's moment of having 
a discussion having to chime in. That's the same thing. Have you seen that meme with uh, Serena. Serena? And I can't think of the young lady's name, but they were dressed alike. And they were crossing their legs going back and forth. And it says in the caption, then a freeloader comes in and then when you flip the picture to the next on Instagram, it's a white woman sitting there imitating, doing the same thing next to Serena and the tennis, the other black girl tennis player because they were dressed alike. She wasn't dressed nothing like them and they were having fun with each other. Here comes someone having to intervene when two black people are having fun. That is what you call overseeing people. That is an overseer. That is called diversity. Diversity means for every five black people, one white person to oversee. This is called overseeing. I didn't want to get this deep, but since Serena and, and this younger, they don't want Serena to pass on anything to this young girl, this young tennis player that can then pass on to the other young black girl tennis player. They don't want solidarity, so they want to come in and break up. That's called diversity. That's called overseeing. And that's what you see in film. They reverse it. They take it from them actually doing it, which is the converse, and put it onto us as if we are the ones that are breaking up. If anyone is the other way around. So let's see what some people say. Waiting for this review. Uh... And is watching. Back off, Becky. That's what uh, Chinese said. <laughs> Back off, Becky. So we have to make you aware of this because this is the film review. Movies, music, culture, politics, and society. We don't just talk fluff. We talk real conversation and real facts about what's going on. So that's what it is. So, you know, we just have to tell you that. So on that, on the Joker side, that was the only racist trope in there and it's so subtle but it can become detrimental because it can go into your site gate or go into the Caucasian site gate and, and why racism can't end for many reasons why prejudice can't end is because of the that racism won't end until you know yeah right all right so now people godfather of Harlem God, the Godfather of Harlem, yes. starring none other than Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker, another great, great, great actor. Another great, great yes. actor, right? Yes. So, the Godfather of Harlem. Yes. What can we say about this film, right? What can we say about this show? This show on Epic is just an incredible show. To get the context of the of the yeah. of the show, you would have to go rent another great film, yeah. a film, yeah. a movie yeah. called Hoodlum. H O O D L U M, directed by yeah, Bill, Bill Duke. Duke. It tells the story of Bumpy Johnson. Right. When he was a young man, yeah. right? Fighting the gangsters of lore from that era, those Italian and Irish gangsters, or should I say Sicilian right. and Irish gangsters right. of, of that time period uh, in the 30s. And so 
you tell this story. So now he's coming back home in the 60s after doing uh, 11 years. Right. Right? Right. So he's coming home uh, from that and he's found that times have changed, but the people who seem to depend on him, like what were they doing in between the time that he was locked up or not? What were they doing in between that time? Because the first thing when she has a his wife has a party for him, yeah. a, a coming home party, yeah. everyone's coming up to him with gripes and problems and hands out hands out to get assistance. Right. Literally, he didn't even have enough time to sit down. Yeah, yeah, right? sit down. He, he was like literally walking through the doorway and just. Didn't even get a chance to sit down yet before everyone came to him with their various problems. So the first two episodes it are about him catching up to the pace of the streets. Yes. Now uh, making alliances yeah. and executing plans uh, because you know people who are older have knowledge that the youth still don't have, even though the youth might be slick at what they do. Right, the 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 elders still hold some game that they may not have, and that's what the uh, the first two episodes are. So it's a really great show. You get to see the influence of Malcolm X yeah. in the piece. You get to see. And the I'm gonna influence. mention the cast because that actor that plays Malcolm X is yeah. You know, then you get to. Uh, uh, meet, uh, see the influence of Adam Clayton Powell yeah. in Harlem at the yeah. time. So it's a real, it's a great yeah. piece. It's a great historical piece. And unlike most films that are Italian or, or Sicilian or Irish protagonist based, mm -hmm. this film shows you the truth about what black people were actually doing mm. during yeah. the period during that period. Hoodlum definitely shows you what right. black people were doing during that period. Right. Uh and also this period coming into the night. So it's a it's a 30 year span yeah. that you're getting to see what's actually happening yeah. in the black community. If you watch Hoodlum and then you watch this it shows you what's happening and what's been happening in the community. Time he right? went away. Right, the community. Right. So let's go through the cast real quick. Um, of course, starring Forrest Whitaker. That's right. That's Vincent Diofrino. Uh, Diofrino. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. He plays Adam Clayton Powell. Oh no! Uh, no, excuse me. No. Oh, this Vincent is, that's is right. from. Um, that's right. That's right. Sorry. Uh, uh, what's that show? Law and Order. Yeah, Law and Order. That's right. Yeah. He plays the Italian gangster. It's not a made man. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Lysander Shadira plays his wife. Mm -hmm. Nigel Thatch plays Malcolm X. He does an excellent, excellent job. job. Yeah. Yes. Giancarlo Esposito plays. That plays Adam Clayton Powell. Right. That's right. Paul Servino, Lucy Fry, Antoinette Crow, Kevin Harris Jr., Rafi Gavron, and Catherine Narducci. Yeah, round out the cast. Yeah. Godfather of Harlem is well worth the watch. It is. Um, it's got so many twists and turns in just the first two episodes. Oh, yeah. It's just 
incredible. Yeah. And so the styling on the show, yeah. the cinematography on the show, using Harlem as the world, using the mosque as a world, yeah. uh, using um, Adam Clayton Powell's campaign office as a world, yeah. uh, building this up, um, Bumpy Johnson's apartment yeah. as a world, yeah. you know, introducing you and showing you what the high high rise tenement buildings were like when they yeah. were luxury apartments. Apartment. It, it's, yeah. it's a it's a, a beautifully uh, yeah. created piece, yeah. directed piece, yeah. and you will enjoy it. It's well yeah. worth watching, right? Yeah. 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 So, what would you rate it? Definitely a 10 because of the acting, you know, mm -hmm. of course, Whitaker, Nigel Thatch, as well as the rest of the cast. Just great acting, um, great writing, um, because it's so great that you can't wait. You can't wait for the next episode. Mm -hmm. So it's not set up like, um, you know how Netflix, they'll have like all of the episodes you can binge watch. Well, with this show, it's weekly, you know, like power. So, you know, uh. I found that uh, after the one episode ended, we, you know, I was looking forward to that following week, you know, so the acting is great. The costume and design is great. The music, because it's a period piece, they play a lot of great, great music. Um, Shanice said, waiting for this review. Yeah, uh, because this is like the first episode. The actor that played Malcolm X, what did we say? He hit it on the nose. He hit it. I mean, so realistic. Like I'm like, is this Malcolm X? No, <laughs> but no, it's just he like hit, uh, he, hits he, it. he hits it. Excellent job. You know, you know, like like you know, he doesn't even borrow from what Denzel no. did. No, he's like his own yeah. guy. He's got it. He, yeah, he, he's just he just has. He embodies. This. He embodies Malcolm. Yeah, yeah, he does. He embodies Malcolm. Right? He does a great great job. So yeah, I give it a 10. It's just the first two episodes, but this piece is great. Yeah. You know, he yeah. is there. You see yeah. the duplicity of man yeah. within Bumpy Johnson. Yeah. So the third episode should be up tonight. Yeah, it should be up tonight. Yeah. I don't know why it wasn't so, up. But, well, we know. didn't look for it. Yesterday it wasn't up yet. It was early in the Yeah. Day. But, but um, um, great, great show. Yeah. And then uh, to wrap it up, Michael B. Jordan's uh, Raising Dion is also an excellent show on Netflix. Mm -hmm. okay. And before we sign out, um, uh -huh. Diane Carroll, she acted in over 28 films. That's right. So check out one of her films. Yeah, she passed. She passed. That's right. And um, the two that come, that immediately come to mind for me um, is Our, Julia. Right. Uh, I watched and, Julia. I love Julia as and, a child watching her. And Claudine. On it, on. So, keep it in the moment. But she acted in over 28 films. Keep so, check in, out one of her the films she acted in. You know, that was that soundtrack by Gladys Knight and, yeah. and, and Pips, yeah. right? Yeah. So, we had to give give yeah. credit where credit is due. Yeah. So, again, people, as we close yeah. out, because we're going to talk about um, raising, what's his name? Uh, raising Dion. Yeah, we're gonna talk about it after we watch a couple of more episodes, right? But we want to make but you check aware it out so you can it. chime in, so you can chime in and talk Netflix. about what you do, because uh, you know, like I say, Michael B. Jordan is doing his thing yeah. again. You know, uh, Harlem. Yeah. Don't get Godfather of Harlem. Harlem Joker. Right? 
the black Halloween films to check yeah. out. Lordland Theater. Yes. Every Saturday morning, lordlandfilms.com, the right. website, lordlandfilms.com forward slash lordlandtv yes. or lordlandfilms.com on Facebook. Go right. there. You can watch all 10 episodes of what's going on. Viewer discretion is advised. And then, of course, we talked about the four yeah. films that yeah. we talked about today that you should definitely put into your yeah. Halloween repertoire. And we're going to be back next week. Yeah, you know what? More. Speaking of, um, because we're going to cover it next week. Mm -hmm. But the Raising Dion falls, <clears throat> excuse me, into like the Halloween type. Yeah, it, well, it's sci-fi. It's sci-fi-ish. Sci so it's a little check horror it out. there, yeah, right? So check it out. Right? Yeah. So, um... As you saw, you know, the strange thing about the Johnsons. Make sure you go watch that right now strange. on YouTube. You will be tripping. Yeah. Uh, Blackenstein, you can see on YouTube. Yeah. Death by Temptation, you can see. And Now yeah. Eat. All four of those films you can yeah. see. But put them in your list so you can play them on the big screen like while you're having your party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So make sure you uh, go there and see that. Yeah. You know, add that to your watch list so that you can have when you had your Halloween parties, right? Right. right. And uh, let me see. Oh yes, next week. Next week, as we close out. We will have our first okay. independent film in okay. the TFR showcase, where we show you a piece of the film and we talk about, yeah. uh, you know, an independent yeah. film. You know, and we give our true review of this independent film mm -hmm. uh, and you can send yours in to Lordland Enterprises at Hotmail.com that's Lordland Enterprises at Hotmail.com say attention submission for TFR independent right. film review well we review your yeah. film right so you know I wish I had people who could have reviewed the film when I was coming up as a young filmmaker right yeah. So this has been episode 78, excuse me, 79. This is episode 79 of the film review. Wow. Move that over a little bit so we can see it, right? Uh, episode 79 of the film review. Time flies. Next week is going to be episode 80. Episode 80, can you believe it? Of the film review. We have been doing our thing here. Yep. We have been making sure that we brought you things that will get people seen, heard, recognized, and appreciated. And we bring entertainment that entertains you. And that's what we do here at uh, the film review and Lord Land Films and all that. So this has been another. Let me see and close on what we're saying. Uh, Shani said, "R.I.P. Queen Carol, uh, 78." Now we're on 79 now, Shani. 79 episodes, and you know, going to 80 next week. So you know, we'll be at 100 pretty soon. So listen, busy, 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 busy. So people in closing. This has been another robust episode of the Film Review. Movies, music, culture, politics, and society. We are the husband and wife team. I am the voice of the filmmaker. My wife is the voice of the critic. I'm Crazy D. Tracy. And we review movies, music, culture, politics, and society. And we thank you for tuning in to another episode 
of the Film Review. The Film Review. Movies, music, culture, politics, society, podcast, interviews, movie reviews, and more. Live Sundays at 5.30 p.m. on Facebook at Crazon Dion. Hey everybody, this is Lunell, the original bad girl of comedy. I'm here at the Link Promenade in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, and you're watching the Film Review. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com.